They are our cuddlers and co-workers, purr machines and love bugs, and constant companions. They are our pets, our family, and they make life so much better. When we face unexpected challenges in life, so do our pets. That's why we're on a mission to support people who love their pets and the pets who love their people, ensuring these families stay exactly where they belong, together. And you have something to offer. With an open heart and mind, there is nothing you can't do. There's no gesture too small or too big when it comes to helping. Whether donating a bag of kibble, sharing an Instagram post of a lost cat, or welcoming a foster pet into your home, every bit of kindness counts. You can help keep pets and people together. Visit petsandpeopletogether.org to learn how to be a helper in your community. This has been a public service announcement brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. Welcome into the Sports Insanity Podcast. Let's go completely insane, peeps! I am, I am just joking, everybody. Uh, Danny Boy Reginald here, Sports and Say Podcast here on the Sports and Say Network. I'm joined by Mike Rifkin. You heard his voice. Um, yeah. Yes, uh, you may have heard me on the post record on the the last show. Uh, I had COVID, but clearly, I sound much better than that post record. I'm doing fine. I'm doing sprints, and cartwheels and all that stuff so it's great i'm doing well um nope that was a brutal experience i don't want to experience that again um but i am back and nothing's stopping me not even the damn coronavirus how you goes how's it going rifkin you had covid i've got a cold it's that time of year yeah they said it peaks in january right Mm -hmm. so lots going on that's going on. It's a football show, so we're going to stick to the football. Um, we'll talk about that in a little bit. Uh, good updates on Hamlin, thank goodness. Um, we'll get to that. We'll get to the the football weekend and all that stuff. Uh, but we got some news in baseball, Mike Griffin. We do. The Los Angeles Dodgers of Brooklyn have designated Starting pitcher Trevor Bauer for assignment. Uh, The Dodgers put out this statement earlier. The Dodgers organization believes that the allegations of sexual assault or domestic violence should be thoroughly investigated with due process given to the accused. From the beginning, we have fully cooperated with Major League Baseball's investigation and strictly followed the process stipulated under MLB's Joint Domestic Violence, Sexual Assault, and Child Abuse Policy. Two extensive extensive reviews of all the available evidence in the case, one by Rob Manfred and another by a neutral arbitrator, concluded that Mr. Bauer's actions warranted the longest ever active player suspension in our sport for violations of this policy. Now that this process has been completed and careful. And after careful consideration, 
we've decided that he will no longer be a part of our organization, close quote. Um, Bauer also put out a statement, uh, and quoting here, while we were unable to communicate throughout the administrative leave and arbitration process, my representative spoke to the Dodgers leadership immediately following the arbitration decision. Following two weeks of conversations around my return to the organization, I sat down with the Dodgers leadership in Arizona yesterday, who told me that they wanted me to return and pitch for the team this year. While I'm disappointed by the organization's decision today, I appreciate the wealth of support I've received from the Dodgers clubhouse. I wish the players all the best and look forward to competing elsewhere. Close quote. So a couple of things to break down here. And one is Trevor Bauer's not pitching in major league baseball. Again. <laughs> Sorry, dude. Yeah, you could you you the, he could say all he wants about the Dodgers supported him in every which way. The players on that squad had an issue with him returning to the club, and that's why the Dodgers made the decision that they did. Because if the Dodgers players were a okay with him returning, he would be pitching for them. But they were not comfortable given his history and given the attention that it might bring. So that's the decision that they made. It's a simple decision. This is this is simply protecting the organization. And it's the right play by the Dodgers, who will still have to pay Bowers $22 million this year. I think it's around that number. They're going to have to pay that because that's what they're on the books they're, for. But they're not they shedding to do this. They're not shedding any tears for it. Look, they'll pay his salary however they're going to do it. And yeah. move on from it, learn from the experience, and move on to winning a World Series in 2023, or at least try to. And yeah, and, and that's it. look, Trevor Bauer did this to Trevor Bauer. Yeah, look, look it, that's it. Dead on, Mike. You know, you could be the best pitcher, baseball player. When the words domestic violence come up, you're done. Ray Rice. You know, Trevor Bauer can put out any statement. I don't think there's a team in Major League Baseball who wants to touch that PR nightmare. Yeah. So maybe he'll pitch for for a minor league team somewhere. I don't know. Well, or a small market like the A's, you know, just to. I, I don't know. I think you would see a rebellion. I mean, the A's, the, the, the crowd in Oakland's deteriorated already. How many people are going to go with Trevor Bauer pitches? I mean, if he pitches well, no, it's not like nobody's going to pick him up. Maybe the minor league, maybe even independent leagues. Th- that's what I was going for, independent you know, ball. Like you want to go to the Long Island Ducks of the world or. Um, oh, don't, don't put that on, on the Ducks. <laughs> hey, he always. Eels, who's close to coming to New York, so oh man, the, the Mets actually lucked out on that one. <laughs> no, big time. But yeah, no, look, it, it'll probably be some independent league or maybe a minor league. And, and again, small market teams. You know, don't count on a small market team. You know, if Trevor Bauer is you know, aching to pitch and the team needs pitching, you know, why not? I wouldn't necessarily rule it out. But definitely for big-time ball clubs that are trying to chase championship, 
they're going to pay the big bucks. They're they're definitely not going to go after Trent Bauer. It, that that part of his career is over, and it's it's time to move forward. And I think the Dodgers made the right choice based on their organization standards and um, you know just just their will to win. Actually, the one part of Bauer's statement was true. Like the Dodgers could use the the depth in that rotation, mm-hmm. but yeah, um, they they made the right call here. Absolutely, hundred percent made the right call by not wanting to bring him back. Yeah, and look, if you play in Major League Baseball or any sport, but especially Major League Baseball, since Major League Baseball is kind of a crapshoot, you cannot have a, a player on your squad that has trouble off the field. It never works out. The Yankees had off the field issues with Alex Rodriguez. Look at how that worked out. Tatis in San Diego right now. Yep. His off the field troubles. I can give you so many different other players as well. Mm-hmm. It's common sense in baseball that toxic player equals a very toxic locker room. I don't care how many good players are around, I don't care how many good leaders are around. It's always going to be some toxicity in the locker room if you're going to have someone that's not going to get with the program, someone that's going to be an issue to deal with. And, you know, it's a sucky thing to think about, but that's how business and baseball works today. And it's how business in most sports should work. You should never, as a man, you should never lay your hands on a woman. And that's going to be the the, – Part for once, I'm actually going to say, pardon the pun. I hate saying that, but that's the automatic out. Like, there's any form of accused domestic violence or sexual assault, it's over. You know, Ray Rice, his career ended because of what was caught on camera. Um, I mean, Kareem Hunt's. Got it, gotten a second chance, but you could make the argument he didn't deserve one. Yeah, but you know, is Kareem who's who's been excellent for Cleveland? Oh, I'm not arguing that. Has, I'm not arguing that. Has his career because his career was trending way, way upwards. Oh yeah, before his incident, you He's know, uh, had terrific seasons in Cleveland. Has yeah. his career really trended upwards? Not really. I mean, he he's a he's a great fantasy player for sure, but. <laughs> You know, is is he getting the traction that? Yeah, um, right. Wants no. Um, I mean, recently there was the New Year's Eve video of Dana White. Yeah. I mean, what, what what's going to happen to him? What's his status with the UFC? So, d- domestic. Look, every sport should have a domestic violence policy. It's on. It's on. First of all, it's on athletes who are supposed to be role models, but as men as a whole, mm-hmm. just don't put your hands on a woman. Yeah. Don't I mean, do it. D- don't put your hands on human beings, period. You know? Yeah, exactly. But, but especially your spouse uh, or anyone that you're dating or whatever. Like, just, just don't do it. Don't do it because it's going to get caught. If you're a celebrity, it's going to get caught. You're going to get caught no matter what. So, no, just just be careful and be smart. 
So you, you think Bauer gets a spot next year somewhere or uh no. <laughs> no, he'll he'll yeah. have more time off in baseball and uh he'll uh he'll regroup. I again I, I wouldn't be surprised if it's an independent league. Okay. Just just if he wants to pitch. I mean I, I you know look it, there if there's one thing that Trevor Bauer always likes, he loves baseball. So he'll he'll find a way to to pitch again. I just don't know if it's gonna be major leagues this season. Okay. All right. So you want to move on to, to the gridiron? Yep. We could start with the, the great news that came out yesterday and today out mm-hmm. of Cincinnati. Yeah. Where if you did not know what happened, Buffalo Bill safety, DeMar Hamlin, made a tackle on Monday night and then subsequently collapsed onto the field. They performed CPR on him. Uh, yesterday it was announced, yesterday being Thursday, we're recording this on Friday, uh, he opened his eyes, he was able to grip hands and answer questions by writing writing them down. Yeah, he, on a, he, was, he was intubated, so he couldn't talk. He was intubated. Because he was still, uh, I think they're still using a, a breathing yeah. uh, device, oxygen, whatever. So he, he couldn't he couldn't talk, but um, and, and today to it was announced that the intubator was removed. Yes, so that that's great. And he could talk. He he actually FaceTimed the team. Yeah, and gave today, gave, a, so gave a gave a nice little pep talk and speech. Gave a pep talk to the team. Yeah. So so oh, I mean, I I mean, I, it's a, it's incredible. It's absolutely incredible. I watched the whole thing live, um, and it's scary. You know, this guy dropped dead on a football field. Like, you understand how serious that is on any level? So it, it was it was pretty scary stuff. And, um, yeah, I, I'm just glad that he was able to pull through. Uh, the Bills are ready to play for him. They're going to move on to the playoffs without him. And stuff as he continues to uh, go through his recovery and stuff, and you know, I'm glad that he's able to speak, be able to communicate. That the fact that he's he was neurologically intact by Thursday is remarkable. It's it's nothing short of it. Shout out to the doctors mm-hmm. who, who yeah. worked on that worked on him. Uh, the Bills training staff. Yeah, the assistant trainer who did the uh, assistant trainer performed, performed CPR. So, I mean, if if any time is to know CPR, it's at that point. So I'm glad yeah. someone someone there knew what they were doing. Um, so thank goodness. And you know, like I said uh, on the post record, right place at the right time. Because imagine if he had to be go to the and look, you can still survive it. You know, it's not it's not impossible, but your chances of survival dwindles the longer he's out and no one sees no CPR being performed. It, it was a scary moment. It was kind of a, a, a surreal moment because in real time we we didn't know what was going on. We saw what happened. Yeah. And all we could do was rely on what updates we were getting, whether yeah. that was from 
the NFL, whether that was from ESPN, who, by the way, shout out to the people at ESPN who did a tremendous job in discussing what had happened, talking about how important it was. So shout out to people like Booger McFarland and Adam Schefter. Yeah, and of course, starting with Joe Buck. Joe and Troy, sure. Lisa Salters. Lisa Salters was great. Ryan Clark on SportsCenter with SVP. Yeah. Um, The NFL needs to reevaluate certain things, and one of the things they need to reevaluate is I believe Dominique Foxworth said this on Tuesday, you're not vetted as a player into the NFL's health insurance until your third year in the league. So, 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 so he's not might not be covered. He, he's not into the league's health so insurance because he, so he's so, only in so, his second year. So, he, so he's covering this on his own. I'm, yeah, I'm, so, sure, I'm sure he has some type of. I'm insurance. sure the bills will help him. Yeah, of course, and I'm sure he also has some type of insurance that can help with costs. Yeah. Well, um, and of course he he'll never he'll he will never pay a dime to that Cincinnati hospital. Um, but um, I I mean th- that's crazy how um he's not able to get on that as soon as possible if you're a professional athlete like you know even if you even if it's like a a rookie insurance type of deal you know where you're on that for the first two seasons of your career like that's you have to have some type of coverage yeah so i mean i I think it's a disgrace that you know a, a billion dollar um, industry in the NFL, they don't pr- provide health insurance to all their players right away. I, I think it's a little ridiculous. Um, hundred percent behind John. That so, um, good news is he's awake. He, he met with the team today via FaceTime, Zoom. Yeah, um, and, and the team is excited. You know, yeah. I, they were they were so so relieved and ecstatic, and they were and, and pumped. I I mean, my heart just felt. It, it it's felt today. It, it's amazing. It, it was truly a great story. Also, um, Josh Allen and Sean McDermott for what they said yesterday during their joint press conference. Uh, Josh Allen essentially saying, "Listen, this isn't anybody's fault. So everyone or more people have to lay off of T Higgins for it." Yeah, and Sean, McDerm- Sean McDermott for saying. Uh, talking to a counselor is not weeks weak. It, it shows strength. Yeah, they are both right in what they said. So, um, shout out for them to make that statement when they really didn't have, shouldn't have to, but they did. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Talking to any type of therapist or counselor. I mean, that that was a, especially for that those Bills teammates, which was probably tough to process. Um, the idea of any type of CPR being performed on the guy, like you know, that's someone that you pretty much grow up with throughout the season. So it's it's tough. And then uh, of course the, the the some a lot of people blaming T, which I don't think anyone. I mean, probably some idiots blamed him. Mm-hmm. Balding anyone major would blame Monty Higgins for making a routine tackle. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, Hamlin made the tackle, but you know what I mean. It's a routine play. Routine play. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, I think Bart Scott, the way he described it, he he 
he did he something. He may have that, misphrased it. Well, he. Well, I understood what he was saying. He was saying that uh, T. Higgins made a move that Hamlin was not expecting, and then because of that, it, it, his chest was exposed. So he was able. So he went after the chest and all that stuff. But it it, it wasn't a blame game. He wasn't blaming him. He was just it's not a point to blame anybody. Yeah, he he was just he was explaining the play. So that that's why. Um, uh, but yeah, no, no one's nobody has blamed yeah. T Higgins for anything, and I, I know he felt horrible. Like, how could I can he not? You're involved in the play. I, I mean, here's the other part. Uh, I mean, this situation brought people together. How, how much money did the Denny ha- Hamlin uh toy drive foundation bring in? Mil- yeah. uh, millions, I believe. Yeah, I mean, his goal was twenty five hundred. I'm assuming they passed that goal. They um, were in the well, millions well, yesterday. Well, I'm talking about when it when before uh, they started the, the mass yes. donations. I'm I'm assuming they they were right at the goal or they just surpassed it a little bit, and then it just exploded with these mass donations. The scary situation Monday night. We're glad Hamlin's feeling better. Yeah. And he's okay. As for the game itself, the NFL has canceled the game. Yeah. It will not be made up. It, it's thrown a little bit of a wrench into the AFC playoff picture. Mm-hmm. We can get into that later date because that's not what's important here. What is important is we are at week 18. Yep. And I can't believe we're already at week 18. Mm, I can. <laughs> you want it over? <laughs> I mean, that what a disastrous December football. Never again. God damn it. Um, but um, but yeah, uh, week 18's here and playoffs are here. I mean, it, look, it, the season always goes by so fast. And let me just say, when the Jets are winning, it goes by so much quicker. That that that's the beauty of it, you know. But yeah, I'm gonna miss the season. I'm gonna really miss it. This is easily, easily a great season to be a Jet fan, despite the terrible five game losing streak that they're on. Okay, so so we'll hop into the Jets. So I'm gonna ask you this: Sunday is the last game of the season. Mm-hmm. Mike White has been ruled out yeah, yeah, yeah. with his rib issues, yeah, which was apparent in the Seahawks game. I just read he was trying to play through five broken ribs. Yeah, I, look, in hindsight, he probably should not have played. Uh, so, uh, so. He, he, here's he, here's my problem with, okay. this, with this football team. If you know that Mike White, and look, I understand people like me and the rest of the Jet fan base were sick and tired of watching Zach Wilson have no confidence and making terrible throws and, you know, not reading the defense properly. And so I, we were tired of his quarterback play. Okay, cool. And we obviously wanted Mike White because of the possibility that they could still make the plays. But if you know he's hurt, why are you playing him? Like, oh, to hell with what the fan base wants. If the guy is hurt, don't play him. Don't play him. 
you have to play the guy who gives you the best chance to win. Yeah, which, especially which is, when your playoff lives depend on it. Yeah, which I don't. Let's be real. For the Jets, I don't even know what it is. It's not Joe Flacco. It's not Zach Wilson. Hey, well, it may it may have been Chris Trevler for crying so, out loud. So so let let's hit the pause button on last week for a yeah. second. Because they played Mike White, they lose to Seattle with that loss, they're eliminated. Yeah. This week, they are playing the Miami Dolphins. Yeah. Mike White ruled out. Yeah. It's not Zach Wilson playing. It's not Chris Strevler playing. It's Joe Flacco. Yeah, I, I, so, don't agree, I don't agree with the Go ahead. Sorry. So he, here is my question to you. Your guy, Robert Sala, talks a lot of game about Zach Wilson and how good he's playing in practice and how he's improving. Don't you want to see that improvement in the last game of the year, knowing what you can get into next year? Well, I would have played him this week, but I would have started him over Flacco because I don't want, I don't know why you're putting Flacco out there. We already know what he is. Um, if you're serious about moving forward with Zach Wilson, as they say they are, you need to play him. So we need to see what he's going to be and stuff. So I, I don't agree with the decision. Um, clearly, clearly they're moving on from Zach Wilson because if they were serious about, you know, moving forward with him, then he'd be playing on Sunday, but he's backing up. So that's how, that's really how much, they really believe in it, you know. They all the talk that they they're given. It's it, it's just comical. Um, with that being said, um, I'm not necessarily too happy. Um, with the the Jets at the end of the season, though they might have a cookie because Skylar Thompson's starting yeah, for, them, for, for the start, for the Dolphins again. Which... So. <laughs> So the Jets, the Jets know him, so kick his ass again. Oh, I have no doubts that they won't. I I think the Jets (laughs) win the game, so. Uh, Are you Uh, sure about that? So I said it last night when we were doing our picks for Wishbone. I said, I'm going to reverse psychology here, so I'm picking the Jets. So I'm hoping that math works out for me. Yeah. But. I wasn't good at Psych 101, so I'm not sure reverse psychology is the way to go with myself. It's anybody's game. I'll just tell you that much. It's anybody's game. We welcome in the president of the network, Mr. Lawrence Patchman Lang. Hello, Lawrence Patchman Lang. Oh, 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 hello, Danny Boy Reginald and Mike the Pun Master Rifkin. Happy to be here. Happy to sneak in for this, you know, bottom half of the first inning. Happy to be here. A QB sneak in. I just QB sneaked this in, and I'm like, I know what, I'm going to hop on, uh-huh. come in, talk a little sports, hopefully, and then call it a night. Yeah, so, well, right. so, we're, we're going to get to the Week 18 slate, just a little bit of it in a second. I know you guys all right. do your own thing you know, later on. This no, day. we're good. We got a couple of games Saturday. We got the Chiefs Raiders. The Chiefs can clinch the one seed, I believe, with a win. I'm not sure how this – Plays out with the whole thing from well, I I believe the Bills because I think they're basing it 
basing the Bills thing off a 16-game schedule rather than the 17-game schedule. Mm-hmm. So I believe the one seed is still the Bills to lose, if I'm okay. not mistaken. So if the Chiefs win and the Bills lose, then the Chiefs are the one. Yeah. Okay. The Raiders are playing for nothing except for Jarrett Stidham. Yeah. <laughs> and then Saturday night, we got a big one for the AFC South. We got the Titans and the Jags. Let's go Jags. Yeah, yeah, let's, right. That is a great story. You know, why not? I, and I, this is I think this is the first time where people are actually confident that they're going to win this game. I mean, Vegas is pretty confident. They've got them at minus six and a half. You know, so uh, and the the Titans stink. You know, they're, they're I'm sorry that this team is just dreadful. They don't deserve anything this season. No, because if they or didn't have Derrick Henry, what would they be? Exactly, and I mean the coach is overrated too. I think he's a good coach for sure. I don't think the the team the the coach is to blame for it. I just think the team just not as good. No. The the I'll say this. I've questioned this every week. We talk about him on the wishbone shotgun. I still don't understand why they traded AJ Brown. Yeah, uh, it's only for him to go to Philly and make twenty yeah. million a year. And look, he he he's he has no issue with it, obviously, because he's the Philadelphia Eagles. I mean, lately they've been eh, but he he's been thriving with Philly all season, so. He's not complaining much. Yeah, so so that that those are the games tomorrow. Sunday mentioned Jets, Dolphins, the AFC. That last wild card spots up for grab between the Dolphins, the Patriots, and the Steelers. The Patriots play the Bills. I kind of want the Steelers to get it. Listen, if the scenario plays out the way I think it is, the Steelers are getting it. <laughs> but like the, the Bills, I think are going to run through the Patriots. I just told you, I think the Jets beat the Dolphins. And if the Steelers beat the Browns, the Steelers are in the playoffs. Yeah, I, I mean, look, I love a little spoiler. So, and also, let, let's also tr- take tr- take this fact: if Mike Tomlin wins that game Sunday, mm-hmm. his streak continues of never having a losing season. Yeah, which is incredible. That's insane. It's incredible. Oh, so, so so that's a big one. And then we, we the other big one is Sunday night, the Lions of the Packers. Uh-huh. If the Lions win and the Seahawks lose, the Lions are in the playoffs. If the Packers win, they're in the playoffs. But if the Seahawks win and the Lions win, the Seahawks are in. So, so the Lions three, need a lot of help. <laughs> the Lions need a lot of help, but I don't know. I think the Packers are going to play Lion Tamers. Well, we'll see. You know, I, and the Rock- way they're playing, they're playing really good football. Packers have been on a tear, and I should have spoke up when you guys were talking about the Jaguars. You know, I hope Trevor Lawrence gets the job done because the man had a hell of a month in December: eight touchdowns, one interception, sixty-four point four percent completion percentage. Yeah. Dude went on a tear in December to try the, to give the Jaguars a fighting chance for the for the playoffs. The dude hasn't been this relevant since he played Ronnie Sunshine Bass and remember the Titans. <laughs> oh, that long dude. that long hair, baby. 
I have a long hair. No, it's a beautiful thing. I'm not gonna deny that. <laughs> you know, and if it wasn't if it wasn't for other players, I would give this guy comeback player of the year after his debacle from last season and having to deal with the the S storm of Urban Meyer. Because the dude, that, the, the dude came back. You got to give Doug Peterson a lot of credit here in coach of the year. Yeah, coaching matters, and I think it, it was sluggish, but the process needs to be trusted. And Trevor Lawrence has embraced the process that Doug Peterson has put in place. And we all know Doug Peterson's a great offensive coach, so he's responding well to the system. Heck, I wanted Doug Peterson before I wanted Robert Sala. But you know, it it it, it is a. It is an excellent, excellent, excellent uh, thing that's happening in Jacksonville. And let's be real, that team is fairly young. Let's that team's gonna be good for a while. They're, 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 they can grow big together. Like I can really see that happen. If you start winning, you're gonna become a destination yep. for free agents. Yep, and then and, yep, free agency because you're a good tip organization, and uh, not to mention the. You're in Florida, the, no state Florida. income tax. No state income tax and the nice weather year-round. Hello. Yeah, you get to tan on the beach, you know. Um, next year, they're going to have Calvin Ridley back off his gambling suspension. Uh-huh. Just make sure he stays off the DraftKings and the FanDuel. Uh-huh. Not sponsors, as Patch says. Which I, which I think is BS because uh-huh. gambling's a thing. I'm I'm not going to disagree with you that. Um, <laughs> Sunday will also mark the final game in JJ Watt's career. Yeah, he announced that, retirement. That 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 retirement news kind of shocked me. I, obviously, he's old enough to um, retire, and um, he's played long enough, and doesn't have, he doesn't have anything to prove. Obviously, yeah. um, but I just never expected it. When he announced it, so uh, great career. He's going to all. He's going to all He's going to all fame. I mean, yeah. the, the the numbers speak for itself. He might be the second Houston Texan ever to get in, but he'll get in first ballot mm-hmm. yep. for sure. I just, so. I just wish we got one year. I wish we got one more year with him, so he can just go to Pittsburgh for one year and play with his brothers. I just wish he went somewhere where he, where he could actually win a Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, I and I know the card, and he was trying to change the, the culture in Arizona, and uh, it it didn't work out. The coaching wasn't very good. The quarterback's um, too busy playing Call of Duty. Yeah, it it just wasn't the right spot. But I'm glad that he's still able to show his defensive greatness. When he when he could, so it, it was a that that at least was an experience for him in, in Arizona. Yeah, so so the those are your that's your week eighteen slate for the NFL season. Next week we'll get the playoffs all figured out and have a blast with it. It's been a it's been a fun regular season. Mm, very fun regular season. A lot of topsy turviness to it, but yeah, a lot of fun. And again, you know, a, a tale of two seasons for the men in gangrene. Just, uh, it was wild. But I'm glad it's over. Um, and now I have to watch the damn football giants have to have their playoff glory. 
Uh, well, I mean, we can watch the Knicks. They won tonight. Yeah, they did. They did win. They, they beat the Raptors. Yeah, Angelina Randall having another good game. So that that makes me happy. At least, uh, at least there's optimism with the New York basketball scene. Yes, I'm excited about the Knicks right now. Playing good basketball right now. Yeah. So. And the oh. Yankees, they're hiring your boy Omar Minaya Rifkin. I mean. Oh. I, I find this hilarious. They've hired Omar Minaya, Brian Sabian, yet they gave Cashman a four-year extension. <laughs> Nothing see, says see. I trust you more than hiring two former general managers. You see, I would I would hired one of them <laughs> to be my GM. You know, for forget Cashman. Cashman's too old. Um, uh, no, but uh, he, he obviously these are two people that the Yankee that both Brian Cashman very tight with. So it's. It's going to work out. Um, how long till Omar Minaya or uh, Sabian actually uh, takes over the GM role? I'm going to go two years. I agree. And I think Sabian's going to take over. One of them One of them is going to take it. I don't know which one, but one of them is going to take it. I, I I'm going to go with the one that's actually won a World, World Series. Series. Exactly. With, yeah. I'll take three World Series yeah. over Omar Minaya's shortcomings any day. Listen, now all you need is, is prime Tim Lentz to come to come in. Maybe the Kung Fu Panda could be the oh Yankee DH next year. Right. You, you, Let's you roll. Know, you know what? Let's stick it to the Mets and sign Carlos Correa. Why not? Listen, I've got to be honest with you. I'm at the point now where this if this deal happens, awesome. If it doesn't happen, okay. Okay. <laughs> Let's get in and sign him to a cheap-ass deal because his physical suck. That's why. Well, you know? Listen, at this point, he's either coming, he's not coming. Make up your mind. If he's not coming, I know the eggs I'm putting in the basket into next year. Okay, That's well, it. Met, well, the Mets are frustrated with the, with Correa. So. Well, and I get your frustration. I get the Mets are frustrated because they see something in the physical that they don't like. If you truly want to play for the Mets, you're going to come off that deal and you're going to find a way to negotiate it. But, but, but so either you want to be here, you don't want to be here. I could care less <laughs> at this point. Like either get it done, don't get it done. It, it, you know what this is? This is like an old school game of when you're in school and you have a crush on a girl. And you go, do you like me? Check yes. Check the box for yes or check the box for no. At some point, this is what's going to happen. Do you want to be here or not? If it's no, good riddance. If it's yes, okay, let's work it out. That old George Strait song, check yes or no. Do you love me? Do you want to be my friend? That's what Carl's going to That's the Mets right now. Do you want to be a Met? Check yes or no. Yeah, so if you don't want it, I'm not gonna have any ill will towards you, but let's wait wait it out. We're about a month away from pitchers and catchers. Yeah, hey. that's a woohoo! Can't wait for oh, the Nationals to lose a hundred games again. Oh, uh, hey, hey, hey! No, don't don't say that. <laughs> Come they, on, they're they're by ninety nine games. They, they will they will lose eighty five. There's they are not gonna play five hundred ball this year. I mean, look, 
you Billy never know. Games. You you never know. Like you know, look, Dave Martinez is a good manager. He's oh, good I, I won't deny that. And they got some good studs coming up here. So you never know. It could be like an Orioles like thing where all the studs come in and they start playing. It, it would not surprise me. So uh, don't 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 count out the Nationals. I won't count the Nationals. I love my I baseball say, team. I say that as I'm wearing a Washington Nationals shirt. So, And ironically enough, I have a Yankee mug right here. <laughs> ironically enough, I've got nothing baseball-related right now. <laughs> oh. All right. Well, that, that should do it. I don't think we have anything else on the table. Yeah, no. Um, the Sports Insanity Network, you can follow us on Twitter at S, uh, S Insanity Real. I almost gave the podcast Twitter. At <laughs> S Insanity Real. Uh, podcast Twitter at SIN Sports Insane. Uh, please follow our socials. Go to the website, www.thesportsinsanitynetwork.com to keep up with all the blogs, learn more about us and history of this network. Danny Boy, Reginald, Dan Ryans, President Lawrence Patchman Lang. I am Mike Griffith. Thank you for listening to the bottom of the first inning of game 12. Yes. Boom. Of the Sports Insanity Podcast on the Sports Insanity Network. Bay Bay. Namaste, everybody. Say night to Mama. Mama loves you. The Saturday football slate in the NFL is officially over. We have two finals that obviously have playoff implications let's start with the uh the obvious one the Kansas City Chiefs beat the Las Vegas Raiders 31-13 three rushing touchdowns by the Chiefs Pacheco Jones and Tony all had rushing touchdowns uh McKinnon the only receiving touchdown uh Patrick Mahomes had one touchdown 202 yards uh uh, it completed 18 of 26. So that's a 31 13 final score in Las Vegas. The Kansas City Chiefs officially clinched the one seed in the AFC. Also in the AFC, the Jacksonville Jaguars have defeated the Tennessee Titans 20 to 16. This is actually a close game, um, but ultimately. With the Jaguars down 16-13 to late in the fourth quarter, they're able to strip the ball away from the backup quarterback, Joshua Dobbs. Joshua Dobbs, who actually had a valiant effort. Uh, he did have a touchdown, uh, completed 20 passes uh, out of 29 for 179 yards. He, did again, had a touchdown. So he, he he had a valiant effort, but ultimately it was his inexperience uh, at the end of the game that cost the Titans uh, the win and, of course, the AFC South title. Their season ends uh, badly. Seven-game losing streak to end that season. Jacksonville moves on to the playoffs. They are not – they have completed the season at 9-8. and eight. Um that like I said, a fumble recovery at the end of the towards the end of the game by the Jacksonville Jaguars, uh, re- uh, recovered by the uh, the great Josh Allen, uh, running in for a touchdown, giving them the Jacksonville Jaguars the lead for good. And uh, what a remarkable story this has been for Jacksonville. I was I'm in all the way with them. 
Uh, let's hope they have a good uh, playoff run. And look, I'm not expecting much out of them, but this is great experience for the one and only Trevor Lawrence. And I'm telling you, man, what a difference one year makes for this Jaguars team. New coaching regime, much better quarterback play from Trevor Lawrence, much better team in general, and they're off to the playoffs after their embarrassing uh, season in uh, 2021. So congratulations to Jacksonville. And uh, the guys will have... Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about joining in on Sunday too. So hopefully uh, you will join us then. Uh, if, I'm not, if I'm there, I'm there. If I'm not, I'm not. I do apologize. Uh, but uh, the, the Sunday Sideline Report will be up on YouTube. Uh, they'll be live for that. So uh, stay tuned as they get you ready for the Sunday portion of the Week 18 schedule. The SportsCityNetwork.com. Follow us on our socials as well. Take care, everybody. Have a great rest of your weekend. What's going on, everyone? Lawrence Patchman Lang here, president of the Sports Insanity Network, just reminding you to go to our website, www.thesportsinsanitynetwork, where you can read everyone's blogs here on the network and also find about the history of the Sports Insanity Network.